those kids are so resilient and, and they're, they're, they're miracles, but there, ha there are programs and there are workers that have given these kids and families hope, irregardless of the fact that they're, they're poor and they're desolate poor. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and it is October. <laughs> it's crazy where I live. October is completely insane, but I will get into some of that. So uh, let me get into this right now. Hey, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you're listening one of three ways through my website, markscalia.com. And check out more of that site. Follow me through Facebook and Twitter and my calendar. I got a lot of things coming up. That's the first way. The second way is if you're listening through my website, you can click that box you're listening to, and that will send you over to our broadcasting website, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And then you can sign on using a Facebook address. And we got a lot of peeps on tonight. We're going to have some fun. And uh, then you can be part of our live chat and we're already chatted up. And the third way you can listen is if you cannot listen live because that's how we broadcast. We like the mistakes. We like the glitches. And it's always unpredictable to see what's going to happen. You can listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show available through iTunes and now Google Play. So if you are new to the program, we're going to start the program as we always start with the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? Past it. When? Just now. Wear it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. So much has been going on. This is a funny program. I try to have a lot of fun. I try to bring everybody up, keep everybody's spirits high. I do, however, have to mention a god-awful, god-awful thing that has happened. Uh, it happened a couple days ago in Las Vegas. There was a shooting. A guy, you probably heard of Everybody's heard about it. The guy, he was, broke out some windows out of a hotel and just started shooting into a crowd of people enjoying themselves at a fucking concert it's just, you know, it's it's god-awful. It's just terrible, you know? And they're like, well, it's the worst mass shooting ever. And it's like the worst, you know, the worst act of terrorism since 9-11. Now I'm like, that's kind of, I don't know. I mean, it, the news does try to sensationalize a little. And I'm, I really wish they would just take a this-is-what-we-know monotone kind of, you know, Walter Cronkite-type approach because this whole let's go to the victims let's talk to this let's do this what do we know so far and they they chatted up so much it it really sensationalized it and it scares the fuck out of everybody 
And then they bring up things that are super, you know, volatile anyway. You know, the gun control thing and then this people and then the Trump thing. They bring it all up and it's just, it's insane. But that all being said, you know, everybody's like, well, thoughts and prayers, which I don't, it's almost empty. It's almost the go-to statement now. And it's appreciated, but it, you know, if you want to do something, you know, donate blood or give money to the victims or apparently because it's Vegas, the MGM Grand between the hotel and the employees, they've given like $3.5 million for everything from hospital coverages to funeral expenses to, you know, replacing people lost backpacks and phones and stuff like that, like all this stuff. And they, they've got a ton of money just flowing in. So it's one of these things that we got to have an impact. We got to figure out why this always happens. Now, do I believe it's because we have guns? Eh, it's kind of a factor. But if you get away, if you, you say can't have any guns, then people are still going to have fucking guns. So, I mean, if people were shooting back, it would be one fucking thing. So I don't know. But hopefully it'll get worked out. But, you know, it's just terrible. So speaking of terrible... The president needs to put his fucking phone down for the love of Jesus in heaven. Like, I I can't. Even if he had a valid point on some of these things, he fucks it up. It's just terrible. Like, he went to Puerto Rico today after having a Twitter fight with the mayor of San Juan. <gasps> Awkward. <laughs> How the fuck is that going to work out? You know, we both said some very pretty vicious things at each other. I'm just going to let you know, I meant the things I said, so let's move on. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> just stop it. Just, like, don't, just send a representative. I mean, can we have an ambassador to the U.S.? <laughs> like, like I know we have U.S. ambassadors to other country. Can we have a U.S. ambassador to the United States? <laughs> just Fuck. Fuck, just please. Anyway, Jesus Christ. So on a lighter note, um, my back is better. I'm standing. My my legs are a little irritated now. I've been standing for a lot of the day. Um, I've been working on the computer and I've been doing some stuff. And so I've been standing more and I've converted my whole office to a standing. Not all of it, but there's a, my computer. So there's a, I'm using the old laptop. So I, I'm getting a buzz, I'm getting, which I'm not crazy about. So I may swap back to the new computer. I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm standing, which is great because my back is better. I'm about 75, 80%. I feel like I gain like five or 10% every week, which is good. I'm able to move more. I feel better. I feel stronger and I have to. Uh, but the whole thing is I'm still cautious because they're like, well, you know, you got to be careful. You got to be careful because you may feel good. Then you're going to do something. And I'm like, I'm not doing fucking anything. I'm, <laughs> I was fairly slow before. <laughs> It's not like I'm going to be super slow, but I'm taking it easy. I'm still working because it's October. They can't rebuild you. <laughs> they can rebuild you. <laughs> they didn't even put anything in. They were taking stuff out, but I've lost like 15 pounds since the surgery, which is great. You know, how can you, well, how many people can say that they're losing weight since surgery? Uh, my stomach is strong. I'm doing my exercises. I'm doing PT. And I've got to get in better shape only for the fact that from now until all the way to New Year's Eve, I've got so much work booked. 
trolleys. I'm doing the Ghost and Legends trolleys. I'm doing the Salem Spirits trolleys. I'm doing stand-up on the weekends. I'm doing gigs during the day. I'm do- I've got so much stuff fucking planned. And then, of course, the Christmas trolley. Got to get in shape for that because Scrooge likes to hunch and I can't be hunching. I got to kind of figure out how to tighten my abs and bend my knees or so I look shorter. <laughs> it's going to be fucking crazy. A lot of the weekend shows are filling up. If you want to do that, definitely do it. It's an amazing time. And again, my schedule is posted on my website. So if you're thinking about a particular show and you want to make sure that I am your Scrooge because the other Scrooge does the weekends as well, but I do mostly the week. And then I think Scrooge is going to take over this show like he did last year on wednesdays i don't know he's 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 i haven't seen him so i don't know and then of course i'm gonna be flat out again because then i do the salem comedy and spirits festival from january 11th to 18th now here's the thing about the salem comedy and spirits festival the submissions for that have just started they just started October 1st. So it's going to be, I'm, I'm getting inundated with people now. And it's just, it's, you know, and I love doing it. It's just fantastic. So, you know, all kinds of stuff. So what the fuck? What? Oh, shit. I, why are you here? Just do your thing. Hello, yeah. Hi. Hi, Jigsaw. How are you? I want to play a game. I know. You always want to play a game. is a rhetorical question no, I hate those worse than word problems. And you're going to play. No, I don't want to play. Whether you want to or not. All right, fuck. Put the knife down. Never die. Fuck. The choice is yours. We have a lot of listeners, so you guys have to help me because he's he's putting a knife. I'm I just came in from back surgery. Where would the world be without rhetorical questions? I don't know. You know I hate fucking questions like this. They annoy me more than word problems, and nobody's gonna help on these. Fucking terrible. Do infants enjoy infancy? As much as adults enjoy adultery. That's, that's not even the same thing. What's wrong with you? This is, how am I supposed to answer that? Yes? I how guess. young can you die of old age? Okay, that's a trick question, and you know that. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Ow! I, okay, fine. Uh, I don't know, 40. Could crop circles be a work? Of a serial killer? Well, if it's wheat, maybe. Or corn, I guess. You gonna get me on a technicality? What the fuck? He's just... I don't even if care. If you were to choke a Smurf, <laughs> what color would it turn? A choke a Smurf? Really? You are violent. <laughs> choke a... Really? Blue. Or purple. If buttered bread always lands on the butter side down... Okay. And cats always land on their feet. Yeah. What happens if you strap buttered bread <laughs> to a cat's back? Okay, what the fuck is wrong with you? Is, is this your attempted humor? Because it's, it's, it, you would be scary. You look what. It's Why the, does caregiver and caretaker mean the same thing? You know, I don't know. That's a, That's a good one. That is a good. That's a good observation, but you know you don't have to dress like the doll when you Why come in here. Why do we say bye bye? Okay. And not hi hi. Wow! What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. Go away. The listen. <laughs> the listeners will help you. Go away. I don't. Can you do word problems next time? Oh, I fucking hate these rhetorical questions. 
Why do you park in a driveway and drive in a parkway? Why? He's he's just staring at me. He's like my back is to him because my studio is set up. I gotta turn around. Stop staring at me. Fucking weirdo. Ow! Okay. All right. Oh, you, oh, you sick fucking monkey. Get out of here. Just fucking get out of here. Go. Get out of here. Get go. Oh. Fuck. He just, you know, it, I the whole year I'm good. And then he comes in and rhetorical questions. Oh, fuck me. Jesus. And thanks for helping out, by the way, guys. He was jabbing me the whole time. I can't move that fast because my back. Anyway, hopefully he'll be in. Uh, he's coming in every single week. He's already. He sent me a, his email. I don't know what. Here's the thing. If you ever get. I know if you get an audio message from a voice message from Jigsaw, it sounds like that. But if you ever got an email from him, it looks like a ransom note. <laughs> he just uses different fonts. It's fucking spooky. I don't know. Like, who has that time to change the font for every fucking letter? Just insane. Anyway, guys, we're going to take our first break. I'm going to get something to drink because uh, I, I parched from him. But uh, I got an amazing guest calling in, and uh, I have not spoken to her in a while. We just recently reconnected after years, and we have not talked in about 15 years. And when she was in Boston, I loved her to death. And I still love her still because she's an amazing person, amazing comic, an amazing public speaker. And she's going to be on my show, which I'm super happy about. Maria Falzoni will be joining us. And I would say the Italian pronunciation Falzoni. And that's how we'll say. And Maria will be joining us via Facebook Messenger. I'm no longer using Skype, apparently. Everybody likes that. It's better. Why is shipping by land and cargo by sea? <laughs> Wow. Okay, I'm moving on. Don't don't encourage him because he may do that again next week. I don't even know. You are listening to Radio Irregardless, and we'll be right back. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. Italians have long celebrated Christopher Columbus in tribute to their shared heritage. Columbus Day is a day of Italian pride. It's our holiday, and they want to take it away. Fuck them. In 1937, President Roosevelt proclaimed October 12th as Columbus Day. And in 1971, President Nixon declared Columbus Day a national holiday. Well, I'm not a crook. We all know how it started. On August 3rd, 1492, Columbus and his three ships, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria, set out from Spain and embarked on an historic journey. Just a small town girl, living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train going anywhere. So why did Columbus bother getting off the couch at all? Money. In the 15th century, spices were a hot commodity. He who controls the spice controls the universe. Columbus realized his opportunity, become the first person to plot a western route to Asia and enjoy unprecedented glory and riches. It's mine, you understand? Mine, all mine. Get back in there. Down, down, down. Go, go, go. Mine, mine, mine. 
Columbus inadvertently achieved the monumental task of joining the two hemispheres, in effect doubling the size of the habitable planet and establishing trade between the continents. So on Columbus Day, raise a glass to famed navigator Christopher Columbus, who missed the mark, you fucked up, and hit it just the same. This has been Radio Irregardless's History. Uh, this is Frank Santarelli, and I'm on Mark Scalia's radio show, or his podcast. I don't know if it's a radio, or what it is. I don't even know what a podcast is. I'm not really sure. All I know is no one's listening. Do the words crickets mean anything to you? <laughs> yes, crickets. That's what's going on with this. We're doing comedy to nothing. Thank you. I'm Maria Falzoni, and I'm a stand-up comedian, and I'm going to talk to you about sex tonight. We get mixed messages about sex, right? Like we get one message from our parents is wait, wait till you get married or you meet that special someone. And how do you know someone's special? That's so vague. Like how do you know? Because things twinkle and shit flutters. Because I don't believe in that they make me weak in the knee shit. Because that's not love, that's polio. from the media, which is do it, because that's how they sell us things with sex, right? Sex sells, like every beer commercial. How does the guy get the girl in the beer commercial? He pops the beer open, and the women with the pointy titties come running. You ever notice that? It's like little spud-seeking missiles, like, ooh, is that a light beer? And then MTV, I can't freaking watch MTV, because they could be singing a song about a tree, and they have half-naked women humping the tree, or the song is do it, do it, keep on doing it, and your ass falls off, and you put it back on, and do it, do it, and everybody wants you to do it, but no one ever tells you how to do it. Like, who talks to you openly and honestly about sex? Who tells you how to have sex? So I get my period, my mother sits me down at the kitchen table, and if you're Italian, you know anything serious happens at the kitchen table, right? She looks at me, she goes, men want one thing, and if you give them that thing before you get married, when you die, you go to hell. <laughs> and if you do it before you get married, I'm gonna know. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna know because God. You're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Facebook Messenger is the very funny Yay! aforementioned Maria Falzoni. <laughs> How are you, Maria? Hi, Mark. Hi. It is, it is so good to have you on the show, finally. Oh, oh the gosh, crowd loving you. Look at them. They love it. Oh. <laughs> so. Calm down, people. I know. <laughs> They're canned, so I'll stop them. <laughs> so it's so good to have you on. Maria used to be out of Boston as a stand-up comic, and we met, yeah. let's see, a good 25, probably 26 years ago. Oh, Jesus. Easy. Easy. God. When we were both super young. 
because I was I 21, 22 when we met, and you couldn't well, I, have been. Well, how, well, because I'm, I don't even know. I went back to Boston. I think I was, I think I was 28 when I went back to Boston. My mom died, and then I moved back to Revere because. Um, yeah. I lived. I lived in the triple decker that I was born in. Yeah, the, you know? it was so the was it was the comedy. Was born it was the comedy three decker. You lived oh, yeah, there. I, yeah, you I, lived yeah, there. I, everyone stayed at my. Yeah. Like everybody I, lived at your house at some point. At one point or another, somebody rented from me. It was a comedy flop house, but it was like everybody. Oh my! And God. you guys don't know this. This was who's who who lived there. Let's say Joe and Carol lived there, right? Oh yeah, Joey Carol. Joey yeah. Carol lived yeah, there. We, we'd have tea together and we'd sit there and we'd say, um, there was this comedian who was getting laid and we weren't. And you would, <laughs> who and you was would it? never have thought, no, I'm not going to say. Everybody got laid, laid. except me. No, we didn't. No, I Joey didn't either. I, was... I did not get laid. I was a female comedian. No one was going to fuck me. See, you know what's weird? I've had female comics on the show and uh, there's this one comedian who's uh, from this area who's, you know, attractive girl. She's young. She goes, I can't. I, there's like no way I can't get laid and I'm like how the fuck can you not get laid like I understand I me not getting laid I get that like like no, I, you- I mean no not now I mean now it's fine my wife you know she's like eh, yeah fucking whatever you know so that happens <laughs> <laughs> actually I don't want to delve too much because she's listening and I don't delve too much hi Karen it's, hi Karen <laughs> But who? No, come on. Who can eat? Well, I know. I don't want to get into it. But no, I'm not, I don't. I will say it to you off air. Okay. <laughs> During the break. Here and have a cup of tea and go. So and so is getting laid right now. Was it Todd Parker? No, it was, <laughs> no, it was a woman. And then, um, and, and that would be it. Every once in a while, there would be a lull in our conversation. Oh, it was a woman. Oh, okay. That narrows it down quite a bit. And then, um, and then we we would just say that to each other. Joey Carroll and I. I love Joey Carroll. I mean, man, I love Boston. Yeah. I loved Boston. I loved the people. I loved the vibe. I mean, it was a family. People hung out together. We did. We'd go and eat together. I remember one time we went to Dick's Last Resort with um, Patrice O'Neill. God rest his soul. (laughs) You're going to say that because you're Italian. And, you know, Dick's Last Resort, it's like, you know, they're supposed to treat you like shit. And so she's doing her shtick, and we're fucking giving it back to her. And she's like, what are you, comedians? And we went, yeah, as a matter of fact, we are. And then Patrice O'Neill made her cry. <laughs> I don't think he ever thought that was going to happen at that yeah. job. You've met your match, princess. It's he, over. Oh, my God. He was ruthless. Oh, fuck. Like, that's Patrice, funny. You gotta, and he was so pissed that we were there. It's a fucking white-ass person shit. <laughs> No, brother. White people do. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is like, yeah, Whitey McWhite. Oh, oh. my, uh, my friend Paul, Paul Kravitz, who's listening. He, I love Paul Kravitz. I love you. He actually said he texts me something personally. He goes, thinks he knows who it is. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Is initials KB? No. Okay, then it's not. Here's the thing about the, Paul and I had this. We had these running jokes about. It was like it. I'm sure that everybody had comment. Who'd you fuck and who wouldn't you fuck? And it even like who's getting laid, who's not. So we played similar games, but we were like, "What was her name?" We said, "Yeah, if she doesn't talk." <laughs> we were. Was it the? Oh my god! She was. Did she have fucking? Di- was she diabetic? Blonde? I, I don't know. No, no, no. Brunette and literally like Cheshire Cat smile. 
It was. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I forget her name, but it was like. Uh, but yeah, there was uh, Jerris Nutt, uh, tall blonde girl, and there was Jen Dean, a short blonde girl. Oh, oh Jen wh- Dean. Yeah, you know what? I taught stand up. Yeah. Jen Dean was one of my students. Kathy Byron was one of my students. Yep. Bobby Kelly was one of my students. Dane Cook. <laughs> you taught him stand up? I taught stand up. You, no, you taught Dane I Cook stand up? So you're I responsible for <laughs> That's so funny. No, I, you know, I watched his special and I said, this is not what I taught him. This is yeah, not my beautiful wife. No, I know. How did he get here? Exactly. Oh, Paul just said it was Leanne Lewis. Leanne Lewis. It was Leanne Lewis. So de- yeah, short girl, black hair, uh, very like almost we would consider it goth now. Um, but she'd always wear like a black leather jacket. She had black lipstick on and she was cute. Oh, but- yes. But her, didn't she have kind of like a lisp, though? No, she had this screechy kind of tony voice, and that's what we said, Louie and Lewis, if, if she didn't talk. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. But, of course, we're you 21, 22. We were having I know. What are you going to talk know, about? you guys, babies. But it's so good. Now you're in Virginia. You went out to San Francisco for a while, didn't you? Um, God, San Francisco, shit, man. That yeah, because you've been gone yeah, for, we haven't San talked Fran- in like 25 years. Are you kidding me? No. No. Been like 25 years. Because you left Boston probably about four years. You know what? No, because this is what I would do. Because I would split my time between Boston and San Francisco. Okay. And then I moved to New York. And then from New York, I went to L.A. Oh, okay. And then I got married and I sold my house. You know, and then uh, I kind of settled down and had a kid and all that stuff and, and found the lectures. And if I didn't find the lectures, I think I still would have been doing stand-up, but, you know, the lectures suited me much better than um, stand-up did. Now, you lecture about sex. Yeah, I, t- I teach kids how to have really hot, um, satisfying sex. <laughs> how old are these kids? They're college kids. Oh, I was kidding. A lot of the preschools, a lot of the pre-Ks let me come in and go, see the penis? Let me show you how to use that. <laughs> oh, uh, Paul said, uh, he, he goes, I love you too. He goes, I met up with Maria when she visited Seattle once. Yeah. yeah. At, well, was I there with my uh, dad and his wife and my um, husband? Uh, I don't know. And he said, <laughs> my brother said emo, not goth. It's, it was Emo, so twenty years ago. It was it was it was just called weird, and now. Well, you know, it's so funny. My brother calls it Nemo. <laughs> Nemo, they're all fucking Nemo. <laughs> they're finding Nemo. But the public, now, how did you get involved in the sex lecturing? I did like I did the HBO Comedy Festival, and I really thought I was going to walk out of there with a TV show. And um, you should liked me. They they you, didn't know what the fuck to do with me, yeah. right? Because I, I swore. And then, you know, mm. then there was Top Chef. Who knows? You, you know, I should have fucking been a chef. I would have been, had my own show. You know, because you could fucking bleep it up. But at that point, they weren't even bleeping the shit out. You no. know, there wasn't that crap. Yeah, they were just like working. So, um, you know, and so I did the HBO Aspen Comedy Festival. And this woman came up to me and she said, you'd be really good doing what I do. And I'm like, what do you do? And she goes, well, I go to universities and I talk about sex. Uh, and she had this show called Hot, Sexy, and Safer. And so she trained me to do her show. She was originally from Boston. And um, 
I remember when she trained me, she said, you know, if you reach one person in the audience, you've done your job. And I, I thought, no fucking way. I'm going to reach every single person. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't play that. Homie, don't play that game. And then um, she's like, you can make it your own. And um, I started to make it my own. I started to talk about how I had um, herpes and, you know, what, what do you think? Some, I just got really personal and it was funny and it was real and kids connected to it. And then I connected to it. Because, you know, by and large, you have a so- sober audience, and they're yeah. there to hear the message. Or they don't know they are, and then they're so fucking elated that somebody's being real with them that they're like, oh, my God, you've changed my life. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I don't I don't know if my stand-up ever changed anybody's life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's true. So I was well- blown away. I was hooked. I was hooked. It was everything I wanted to do in stand-up. You know, I could actually go ahead and do it. Um, in this setting and it, it's been wild it's been the most amazing trip of my life I, I just absolutely love it I feel blessed every time I get to go on stage and you still how often do you uh, get a chance to do that um, I right now I just do freshman orientations because my kid graduates this year and is going to go to college so my life I get my life oh my back. god oh, wow. you know so she'll go off to college and then I can just work as much as I want um and so, you know, and because now that I have cancer, I'm just not even trying to get anything um, until next year because I'll be done with chemo, I think, in like February, March. Well, see, I wasn't even going to bring that up. But now that you brought it, now that you brought it up, what <laughs> I said the C word, what uh, what kind of cancer and when, when did you uh, when did they detect it on you, I guess? I have a very rare form of, because if I'm going to fucking do it, Mark, you know I'm going to do it right. <laughs> Why I fuck around with lymphoma? Yeah, I can't have, like, the normal shit. Uh, yeah, I have a very <laughs> rare type of uh, liver cancer. There's, like, 20,000 cases in the United States every year called cholangiocarcinoma. Um, and what's so funny is when the doctor told me, I go, I remember I'm in the office, and he didn't end up being my cancer dude. I didn't even fucking pick him because he couldn't laugh and he couldn't joke. I said... <laughs> As long as I don't have that dick sucking cancer, and he's like, he goes, "What, what, what kind of cancer is that?" I go, "You know that bile duct shit." He goes, "You mean cholangiocarcinoma?" I go, "Yeah, the dick sucking cancer." And the dude will not say dick sucking cancer. He will not say it. And I'm like, I cannot fucking have this dude be my dude. He's not supposed he to though. He's not supposed to. I no, technically I don't think you have to say it either. It is well. This is when I met with this other do- guy, this other doctor. I said, "You don't want to know what I call it." He goes, "Yeah, go ahead, tell me." I go, "I call it the dick sucking cancer." <laughs> and, he, and he goes, "Well, sometimes I do too." Wait, does he? <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. And I said, "This is my no." He was yeah. joking. You're my man. This dude can fucking hang with me. <laughs> so, so now you're in chemo, and so how's it how's it look? I mean, what are you, what are they uh, what are they giving you? What are you what are your treatments? Uh, you know what? I'm one of those people that doesn't know. I like to be kind of in the dark about it. Like, I can't even, you know, catabinabin, you know. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce the shit that I take. I just take, like, you know, I get infusions uh, once a week for two weeks. And in that two-week period, I take six pills. Wow. And then uh, I have a week off, and then I do again. So I was feeling really great, and now I feel, you know, starting to. It's starting to, you know, fuck with my immune system and all that. Uh, too, what it's supposed to do. It's such a trip. Yeah. It is such a trip. 
I can't even imagine. I'm just like, ugh. I, I'm glad all the shit's out of my system. I can't. I, I can't tolerate. Are it. you no longer taking? Well, literally, your shit's out of your system. Did you fucking take um, opioids? Because I I couldn't shit for a fucking uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like well, I could never be a junkie. No. <laughs> the highlight of my day. I could never do. I could never do oxy because I, I like to poop. <laughs> I love taking a shit. I like a good shit. It's like, what about that high that from Oxy? I, I don't want the high from Oxy if I can't have the low from just waking up in the morning going, oh, I just. <laughs> oh, uh, no, she doesn't. No, is that the Catherine Zeta Jones, Michael Douglas throat cancer? No, no, no. That's uh, that's that's completely different. I don't I, First of all, I don't think they're calling it Catherine Zeta Jones, Michael Douglas cancer. It's like, is that what they call it? No, no. <laughs> Paul said nothing like a good BM every day. Yeah, there isn't. Thank <laughs> you, Paul. Absolutely. Just, oh, Paul just said, Mark, remember when she used to use the other C word on stage with Juicy in front okay. of it? Yeah. Oh, oh, cunt. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the name of my podcast, Cancer, Condoms, and Cunt. I'm going to talk about cancer, my cancer treatment. Yeah. I'm going to talk about condoms. I, when I did my last set of shows, I have over 200 questions that kids texted me. And I tell them, I go, motherfuckers, when I leave, you delete my phone number. Because if you text me after I'm gone, I will hunt you down and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and they never do. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, hey, I Some hope I change. Hi, I hope I change your life. <laughs> never fucking text me again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh, God. You're, oh, you're. Oh, you're rotten hell. You're fucking rotten hell. I'll tell you what, let's do this. Uh, I want to continue the conversation, but we're going to take our next break. We're going to regroup. We cannot do too long tonight because she's a little tired and probably of me as well. So, but we're going to take. Oh, I love you. I know. I we love, love each other. It's like a love fest. We'll get into we'll get into more of the personal stuff when we come back from break. You, you are listening to Radio Erica. Ow! That's fucking loud. We'll be right back. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and although it's fairly warm now, winter is coming. And when it does, be sure to see me on the Salem Christmas Trolley. Tickets are $30 each, and there's plenty of shows so that I get to torment all of you. But feel free to pay for the ticket and not show up, because less bodies, more money. And until I see you on the trolley, this is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you a humbug. Hey, what's up? This is Joanne Britton. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Online, you know, online, the internet, that thing you guys use every day, listen to it. I'm not funny on the spot. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was uncomfortably loud. I don't know what happened there. I've been getting buzzing the whole show, and then I cut to my first fucking commercial. It's like, <laughs> wow. But yes, Paul had said there's a lot of love. There's a whole lot of love in the room. There is. Yeah. And there's another reason why Maria and I, I have this very unique re- relationship with Maria. When I was dating, oh, it's my brother, I have a sex question for Maria. Is oral sex when you stand on the opposite ends of the room and yell, fuck you? <laughs> I'm in the middle of a story, you fuck. That's my little brother. Anyway. Yeah, you douchebag. Yeah, it's, you broke my train of thought, 
you fuck out. <laughs> so we went to Maria's house. I think it was a New Year's Day party that you had. Oh, my God. My New Year's Day party. It was party. the New yes. Year's Day night party. And we, yep. it wasn't even New Year's Eve. And she was nope, like, no, it's the day of. It's the day of. And she's work. like, look, I want to, she goes, I have, uh, I want to do something. I have to work tomorrow or something. Or So I was like, okay, well, I just figured we'd come by and we, she wanted to leave early. So she's in the car. And then she, I'm up there. I think it was with Paul. I think Paul was there too and you were there. And it was like, she beeps the I horn. I was my house. Well, no, your house. But I think Paul was there too. But everybody was there. And she beeps the horn like five times. And Marie, and you looked out the window. And go, Who the fuck is beeping? I go, oh, that's that's my girlfriend. She wants me to come down. She goes, Maria, just like that. Fuck that bitch. Who the fuck is she? Nilsa, what the fuck? She wants you to leave. If she's not supportive, you fucking dump her ass. And I was like, I was like, whoa. <laughs> but it always so stuck you know, with I was me. Really good about you know keeping my yeah. opinions to myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you know just my opinion. <laughs> but <laughs> it was like, but there was no disclaimers. It was, but everybody knew that, so I always remember that. I and know. I'm like, and like I never brought it up, of course. But it's like that type of, you know, maybe she, maybe Maria was right. You know, it's like for a bunch of different reasons. But but yeah. now you just tell it like it is through sex, which is fun. <laughs> Well, you know what? I think I've always been, uh, someone. I just, you know what? The world appreciates honesty and directness. Right, I I think so. When you do it, yeah, I would rather you know, somebody just tell me what it is. Figure out what the fuck, where you're coming from. They know exactly where you stand. It's a lot less stressful. Yep. You know what? And, and now I do it with love. You know, now I think if that if it were now, I would say to you, you know, you may want to rethink that because essentially <laughs> your passion, it's not going to work yeah. out. Well, that comes from you age know, as well. It it's way. we become more articulate as we get older. <laughs> Well, I'm less gangster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to... Now, this isn't... I, I have some excerpt. This isn't you speaking, is it? Don't have sex. Is that you? Because you will get pregnant and die. <laughs> don't have sex in the mission. No, don't have sex standing up. Is that you? <laughs> Just no? don't do it. Promise? That's not Okay, everybody take some from? rubbers. <laughs> there was a follow-up, by the way. At your age, you're going to be having a lot of urges. <laughs> you're going to want to take off your clothes and touch each other. But if you do touch each other, you will get chlamydia and die. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I fucking love those sound bites. Like that's the that's the wasp version of yes. this, right? It's like don't ever touch anybody and don't touch yourself. It's from Mean Girls, correct. My brother got it right because we're playing the audio version. So, But you know something? Since my brother decided he was going to play a little game, I want to play a game with you, Maria, because it's been so okay. long and I want to get to it. I want to play a game I wrote especially for you today. It's called Let's Talk About Sex. <laughs> baby. Let's talk about sex. Yeah. Let's talk about sex There we go. <laughs> so here's you know the what? Way. That song was out when I started lecturing. I love that song. Oh, by the way, I meant to put this in the chat. I'm going to do it right now. Uh, I forgot to do this, and I usually do this for all my guests, but we got so excited about everything. You can actually I put it right in the chat now. If you guys want to follow Maria, uh, free stalker, as I like to say, it's Maria Falzoni, F-A-L-Z-O-N-E, just the way, or Falzone. Either way, you can follow her on Twitter. You want me to give that out? 
No, I hardly have. Yeah, you can, but I hardly have a tweet. It's more Facebook. Okay. You know. Well, I'll Facebook. give I'll give them both because people do it. Yeah. She's at Maria Falzone or Falzoni. Yep. Same thing, first yep. and last name. And then Facebook is Maria dot Falzone one because there are others, but you are the first. <laughs> I am the first. And yeah, if was- you want to see more of her, where she's going to be doing these lectures, you can actually go to her website, which is sexrules.org. Yeah, dot .org. Don't go to .com. It's a shitty porn site. It's <laughs> not even a good one. Not even a good one. Right now, they're going to break the internet with that. My listeners will be like, sex rules. What are the uh, sex rules? Sex rules. Don't <laughs> chew with your mouth full. Bang. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of things like that, like that's a stupid thing. But there's a whole urban dictionary, and I've I've gotten in some trouble. We do have a we do have a significant amount of female listeners, and a, a lot of ladies uh, come on here, and they they sometimes we do a little bit more boy humor. I understand that, but so occasionally we have to educate some listeners about what we're actually talking about through what is known as an urban dictionary or this some kind of vernacular. So what I decided was I was going to give you a phrase or a word that might be an urban dictionary definition of a sexual act, or it just may be this benign fucking thing. So, and you're going to play directly against my audience. Now, I got a lot of listeners tonight, but they are listening through uh, an internet delay which could be up to eight seconds, but you and I are speaking over the phone, so where a conversation is virtually instantaneous. So you are quicker. That is your advantage, but your disadvantage, there's more of them than of you. Oh, shit. Yes. All right. My bro- like a Cosby sweater. Yes, a Cos- I know what a Cosby sweater is, of course, a bad thing. It's, it's, it's literally a bad thing. I didn't want to talk about it. So really, here, this yeah, oh this would God, be. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It was like a rusty trip. Look it up. I'm not gonna waste our both our okay. times. It's just it's All right. yeah, god yeah, awful. And I don't even know how good I'm gonna be at this shit. Oh, you're gonna be fantastic at it. I think for some reason you're actually getting lower and lower, and I keep on raising your volume, but I'm afraid I'm gonna. Oh, you know why? Bust the volume. You know why? Because I'll tell you why. I'm over here and I'm playing um on my fucking. What are you um, words with friends? No. <laughs> Not that good. <laughs> that I'm good. playing Candy Crush. <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> no, Blumpkin. No, what the fuck? Don't start a rusty trombone, a Blumpkin. Stop it. Hit, you know something? Since they're all ready to play. How about this would they're be the test play. one. This is the test one. If I said <laughs> a rim shot, <laughs> would, that, I know. would that be a sexual thing or what is it? What's your definition well, of rim if shot? A, if you have a big orange ball in your hand, okay. and we're not talking about Trump's testicles, <laughs> then... you. Know. I've only got the one. I've got the one. <laughs> but it's a big... Huge. It's huge. It's the biggest... Tremendous, many people have more testicles, testicles, but I've got more than anyone. It's big. It's huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> so if you get an orange ball, go... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, and you know, we're in you're in you know short shorts. I'm assuming you're playing basketball. You're playing basketball. I have to tell you, yeah. But if now Wayne Previty said rim shot, <laughs> then <laughs> correct. So you would say it's basketball. I would have accepted a basketball reference or a drum. What the hell just snapped? What the hell was that? Something just, I don't know. What something just it? jumped in my office. I turned around. Is fucking Jigsaw still in here? This is crazy. 
Anyway, a drum roll for comedy effect. A uh, comedy drum roll make riff. Any, um, Wayne Previty. Uh, any... No, no, Wayne. I'm say Wayne Previty. I love to lick ass. I love to. <laughs> I love to lick ass. I'm sitting there. I didn't know you could lick ass. I was so naive about that. Like, and... What? You lick someone's ass? That's fucking gross. And then my friends like my friends like I shave my ass. I love getting my ass. <laughs> You could, is that like butt pie, like butt cake? <laughs> so since you got the first one right, I'm going to play you this. Hey, yeah. There you go. You got the first one right. That's from Shoop, by the way. <laughs> hey, yeah. There we go. All right. So there's the first one. So that was the test question. This is going to be a little show. All right. So Dirty Sanchez. Now they're just writing down fucking obscure stuff. How about this one? <laughs> Turtus. Maximus, T-U-R-D-U-S-M-A-X-I-M-U-S, Turtus Maximus. What is it? Well, Maximus is big. Turtus is shit. Is it a big shit? <laughs> so you're going well, with not a... Not Tardis, not, not like... No, not, big... like the, not like the Doctor Who thing. So you're saying a big yeah. shit is... Tar, is Turtus. Turtus Maximus. Uh, that would be unless it's a Latin thing. Is it Latin? I don't know. You have to get it before Maximus everybody else is does. Big Turtus. Yep. Turtus. Uh, well, they can fucking what do you call it? They can Google the shit. Well, they <laughs> a giant shit. I, Tom Berry said because he agrees with you. So you think it's big shit? Yeah, Turtus. Okay, you would be incorrect. You've ruined sex for me forever. <laughs> A Turtus Maximin is the name of a Tiberian blackbird, a member of the thrush family. It's found in the Himalayas. So it's a bird. <laughs> it's a big bird. It's a it's a it's a big blackbird in the Himalayas. So that would be right. wrong. So you got the first one you wrong. That, that was he originally, but people don't know about that big black bird, is that that big black bird had originally auditioned for uh, Sesame Street. <laughs> and he get, the original? He didn't get the job because it's like we can't no, show kids that. Bird, but he got caught up first of all, you're a blackbird, and you know we have no black characters on Sesame Street. Not at that time. Gordon. <laughs> no, they do. No. Gordon was no, the no, only he black guy. He had to go to. He had to go to Tibet and start chanting. <laughs> and he's now like the head of a big blackbird monk Buddhist community. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the big bird. He's Turtus Maximus. He's Turtus Maximus. Why are you not entertained? Anyway. <laughs> How about this one? A Tennessee log jam. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? My Jesus! Wow! A, a Tardis Maximus is where the phone booth was up to who travels. <laughs> We're moving on, Chris. What is a Tennessee log jam? Uh, I would imagine that's when logs are jammed in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so it's not a sexual thing. Um, is it? I don't shit. <laughs> It's either yes it is or no it isn't that explain. That's well, all. I really don't want it to be because it's just. I don't want it to be. 
Because as a safer sex at, at lecturer, whenever anything comes to the anus, you do really have to go ahead <laughs> and, you know, you have to clean your anus. You know, you actually have to go ahead and do a, um, I can't think of the word right now, a, when you do a, an enema. Enema, you know, enema. So, well, my brother yeah. said that's when you happen. <laughs> this, is, this is the answers they're putting down. That's what happens when you take too many opioids. <laughs> that's one answer. <laughs> the other answer is um, multiple dicks in the butt. <laughs> Callback. Multiple dicks in the oh, butt. Jesus. That is a fucking thing. That I don't understand. Thing. Like, I think one might be plenty, but not my thing. <laughs> I'm moving on. So, do you think it's a? You think it's a? You if you have too much excrement building up. Yeah. Okay, that's what she says. That's what she. That's what she said. And you would be. <laughs> Incorrect again. You ruined sex for me forever. <laughs> Unfortunately, a Tennessee logjam is very. Uh, it's. I didn't even want to put the whole thing. It is a sex act involving three guys, a woman, and a ladder. <laughs> that is a real fucking what? thing. Three men, a woman, and a ladder. Yes, a complicated sexual maneuver requiring three men and one woman. Let's just say that. Two of the men climb the ladder, and then a woman bridges herself between the ladder and what it's leaning on, and they release themselves on the woman with her back. It's just it. Uh, it's it. <laughs> I'm moving so on. So they jizz all over her. No, they do not. No, not not anything close to number one. It's mostly twos. It's mostly all twos. And, oh, they shit on. Yes, her? it's two. Which I don't. I don't understand how that is a thing for anybody. It's an output, yeah, not an know, input. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? There's so much that um, I just don't even try to understand. I like just sit there and say, I don't need to. It's just something I want to do. But bless you. It's how the fuck. That's okay. We're going to move on because I'm going to get. <laughs> how about this? No, because you know the crazy ass thing is anything that you've thought of sexually, people have done. No, that I get. Dave, I've uh, people have I've seen things like that. Two girls, one cut. I couldn't get through it. I was like, ooh, 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 I can't do. It. What and, was it? Two girls, one what? One cup. You know about that? It's when the girls. Oh no! Is that the thing? With they the- poop in the cup and then they. Oh, shut the fuck up! Yeah, then they take the cup and then they they. Oh, it's just I can't. Oh, I can't. All right, we got to move on. Is, we got. You know what? You could get sick. You could get sick. Yeah, it, that's what I. That's why it's completely just wrong anyway let's try this one how about what is a chat chaturanga c-h-a-t-u-r-a-n-g-a chaturanga chaturanga is indian and chaturanga it may be indian (laughs) my wife just said stop doesn't it it sounds like a um chaturanga is it a yoga pose? Hey, yeah. Yes, it is. It is a yoga push-up or low plank. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So you got what? You got to... this, I got two. It's part of the sun salutation. But yes. it has nothing to do with sex. It was yoga. Yes. Well, no, see, you didn't get two. You got one. No, I got something earlier. No, rim shot was the test yoga. question. It was the test. Oh. So you have... But they're not getting it either. So it's... It, they weren't even close with. They wouldn't even close with love. The, the stuff they're putting up. My wife is begging everybody to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Chaturanga sang I sang that song I got knocked down but I get up again. That's <laughs> <laughs> Jumba Wumba. Oh, oh my back, my back. Stop it. Let's move on. How about this one? Birthday cake. <laughs> going to desecrate birthday cake for me mark yes i am birthday what is a birthday cake (laughs) i have no fucking idea is it a sexual thing or is it not no i'm gonna say it's sexual because it's just too like a normal you know what i mean it's It's too too normal (laughs) so you have you have to go ahead and make it i think it's it's too too normal so it must be deviant (laughs) it has to be dirty Dirty. No, it is incorrect. You've ruined sex for me! Forever! A birthday cake is actually an urban dictionary for... It's another word for weed. What? Yes. That's not even has anything to do with sex. I, I, it's got nothing to do with it. I don't know. That, but it's in the Urban Dictionary, and I thought, it's so benign, no one is possibly going to get this. Even my brother, who is basically a weed aficionado, which I don't really? think those two words should ever be put together, but they, I did. He I need did. to talk to your brother. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, I had uh, edibles for, for the pain before I went to surgery, and all it did is make me loopy. It made me real yeah, loopy. It's it gave me a nausea. headache. Um, and and do you know what? It makes it less um, significant. Right, because it actually gave me nausea. It actually made me. Sick. Oh wow! Yeah, which I mean, wow. people swear by it, and I'm like, God bless them. That works out. All right, the yeah. last one. Then we gotta. We can't. Can we get? You need a nap. <laughs> How about this one? I know. I, I think I just yawned. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's fine. My wife said this is gonna hurt my ears. Apparently, everybody missed when Jigsaw was in it. But anyway, how about this one? Tony Danza. <laughs> All right. I got to say something about Tony Danza. He's a fucking douchebag. Hold me I closer, Tony Danza. Oh, oh, he's a douchebag. Is he really? He fucking did an episode of his show. The man was psychotic. Oh, he had a, he had a talk show, didn't he? Well, never mind that. I did. He had like this. He was a smart businessman. He they he the studio bought twenty one episodes and it was a shit show. It was Who's the Boss only less funny. Oh oh wait a minute, I barely remember that show. There was only one episode. <laughs> My episode never aired. It aired in Russia, I think. I don't know where the hell it aired. That it explains the wall falling almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. We have to get out of here. Tony Dance is coming. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Tony Danza. That's Tony when you have Danza. too many snakes on a plane. <laughs> that, yeah, I love it. Is that, did someone say that? My brother, at almost every single week, he mentions the movie Snakes on a Plane. Every <laughs> fucking week. It, Tony Danza has got nothing to do with snakes on a plane. <laughs> oh, is it a sexual thing, though? You're the sex expert. You're the sex expert. I'm sitting here thinking, how could that fucking be dull? Yeah, I'm like, fuck. Look at my abs. I have no fucking idea. No, no that cannot be sexual. All Is right, it sexual. It, let me let me give you the the correct or incorrect answer. Oh, You've ruined sex for me forever. <laughs> Tony Tom Barry, a friend of mine, says Tony Danza is when you bone your boss. It's close. 
A Tony Danza is when you're giving it to a chick from behind. This is the actual definition. When you're giving it to a chick from behind and yell out, who's the boss? She'll get confused. Then it gets better. She'll get confused, turn her head around, and at this moment, you you donkey punch her in the face and then say it. And then scream. And then scream, Tony Danza. Oh my Jesus. That's not fucking real. Oh Jesus. Oh my God. And then you say, ow. Say ow. Brother. Then you tap dance. Yeah. Angel. You tap dance away. Sir Tippish. Don't worry, Louie. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) Do I get partial credit, Tom? Well, technically, Tom Barry was closer than you were. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our third and final break. And we come back, we're going to ask Maria the questions. I ask of all my guests, please tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time on stage. And ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem, Mass. in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And just to catch you guys up on some of the chats, my brother corrected me. You can't donkey punch somebody in the face. You can only donkey punch somebody in the back of the head. And then he said, damn it, you sound so ignorant when you talk like that. (laughs) Tom Barry said, what if you're a donkey? (laughs) Then it's just just called a punch. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Paul signing off. We'll see you, Paul. He's got to go. He's got to do some uh, film editing, and he's catching up with stuff. And he's got two kids, and he's got a job, and, you know. The rest of us just like, yeah, he's got a whole life. (laughs) I just work. That's all I do. I work and I have some social and I got a wonderful wife and and all that. So we don't catch up on me. Yeah, and you're happy. I am. You know, some I am. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Well, I'm more than happy. Most of the time I'm satisfied, which is... A very strange yeah. place. It's it's kind of a good and a bad thing. Like, I don't like being sad. I don't like feeling satisfaction because then it complacence is like right around the corner from that. Yeah. So what? Well, I, maybe maybe not. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, why I, I just think go. That might have been the shit that we've been sold. Yeah. No. Well, see, I can be happy without being complacent and i think that's yeah. that's i'm trying i'm you know i'm trying to be more enlightened as i get older but you know right, then every once in a while i do boy humor of, you know what i mean you gotta work and it's the italian <laughs> ethic 
you got to work hard. You got to work twenty fucking. You know what I mean? I before I got cancer, I worked twenty jobs. Yeah. I was like, you know, Gregory carried the. He's like Maria. You make Jamaicans look bad. Yes. How many fucking jobs do you have? <laughs> you know what I mean? When you got a Jamaican telling you to take a break. Yes. <laughs> What's this? Uh, or if you're just having sex with a donkey, it's just a punch too. <laughs> Anyway, so Maria, this has been a blast. But oh, before I do that, I want to do this because everybody wants to know. You got the test question right, of course. Congratulations, it didn't score. Turtus Maximus, you got wrong. Tennessee Log Jam, you got wrong. The uh, Charitonga, you got right. Birthday Cake, you got wrong. And Tony Danza, you got wrong. So, unfortunately, and un- I have not had to play this particular soundbite in a very long time. Are but, you shitting me? But you lose. Wrong, sir. <laughs> Wrong. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. You lost. But here, before we let you go, and again, you can check out Maria. She's Maria Falzoni, F-A-L-Z-O-N-E. On Twitter, just her first and last name. She's at Maria Falzoni. Facebook is Maria.Falzoni1. And, of course, her website, where you can find out where she's going to be, www.sexrules.org. And please put in the org, because otherwise, bad shit will happen. Bad shit will happen. No ladder, and it's an Eiffel Danza. Okay, I'm not reading the fucking chat anymore. Before I let you go, Maria, (laughs) please, if you would, uh, please answer the question I've asked of all my guests. Tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. First time doing stand-up. I was nervous as all shit, so I went to go get one of my mother's um, Xanax. And, you know, I was living in East Boston at the time, mm. and I took Ron Lynch's class, who Louis C.K. took that class, and, you know, Vinny Favorito and I were in the same class, um, Wendy Liebman. So, anyways, he, he was in the sketchy part of Cambridge, which isn't sketchy anymore. <laughs> and so I go to my brother's house to get um, a Xanax, and he's like, What's up? I go, I'm, I'm doing stand up for the first time tonight. Will you give me a ride? And uh, I want one. I got to take him one of mom's tranquilizers, and I'm drinking a beer because I'm a fucking idiot, right? Well, no, and so I'm I'm in the back seat and I'm kind of like you know zoning out. And um, my brother and his friends are like, "If you suck, we're leaving you there. Fuck you. You better not (laughs) suck, Harry. You're gonna suck." And I get up and I do my act. I can't even remember. You know, but when I'm done, my brother stands up and goes, that's my fucking sister. <laughs> like, you're funny. You are fucking funny. And he was my um, my biggest fan. Oh, and so that's... then I did I did a couple of um, shows in Boston, and then I moved um, to San Francisco because I ate mushrooms, and a voice told me to move to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, okay, so my first that was my first time on stage was actually in – Ron Lynch's house. He would divide the room up, and like people would sit in the second room, and we had a microphone. Oh, okay. um, uh, and it was really awesome. I mean, I, I was I was hooked. I was mm. hooked after that. Um, and then what was the other one? Your best next. My best show. Yeah, I've had a lot of amazing shows, and I think I think I just want to focus on stand up, right? If you want. So, but I also want to tell a couple of stories about from when I would do my lecture. But my, my best stand-up show, I was in Rhode Island. I had some amazing shows in Rhode Island. At um, What was it called? Duck Comedy or Duck Soup? Well, Duck Soup was uh, here, across the street from Nick's. And they opened one up down in Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Con- yeah, the connection. So, um, 
oh my God, this is when the internet was, and this has to do with sex. So when the internet, and kind of why I started talking about sex anyways, like because I, I was always talking about it in my show. But I was on AOL. Remember AOL dial-up? Yeah, I do. And um, I'm in a room and someone goes, you want to go private? And I go in this room. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck private is, but I go private. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we are having like the most amazing fucking internet sex. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, masturbating I'm coming and like I keep putting off having to go do my show I'm like fuck it I won't wash my hair fuck it I'm, I'm not even going to get dressed so I go in my pajamas and I masturbate all the way down to the show what? and I walk on, I walk on stage in my pajamas and fuck. I look at the audience and go I just want you to know I masturbated all the way down here I go I fucking I go and I fucking I said, you know, I was like online having sex with someone on the fucking computer. I mean, it was, I was amazing. Like, shit, man. And so, um, I go, and then I talked about my favorite way to masturbate. And so my favorite way to masturbate, which I can't do anymore because I have the ear filters in the tub, I would scoot up with my ass yeah, all the way against the tub and my feet. <laughs> so my um, my vulva would be right underneath the water, and I could go ahead and get the pressure. And hold, the, hold on, my so wife is my wife is still listening. Honey, shut this off. Get out of the room. You don't need this advice. <laughs> <laughs> I do all right at the house, and you're gonna wreck it for me. I know. She'd be like, I'm going to take a bath. I'm like, fuck, Maria. Yeah, exactly. He's going to come out three days later. <laughs> She, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, gonna hear fucking a modem dial. It's like, wee, oh, wee, who are you talking to? <laughs> she said, "I'm taking notes." Oh she God. said, "Oh God." All right. So, but now listen. Now I'm oh, moving on my act, and there's one woman. She's not laughing, and all of a sudden she raises her hand. What? She goes, "Excuse me, I have a question." <laughs> I go, "You do?" She goes, "Yeah." When you're masturbating in the tub, are you using the water from the spout or from the shower head? I said, no, not the shower head. It would get all over your face and in your eyes. She goes, that's what I was thinking. I go, I'm using the water from the spout. And she goes like this. She goes, oh. <laughs> and I look at her and I go, what kind of tub do you have? Do you have a clawfoot tub? And she goes, I do. And the whole fucking audience is going crazy. Go, well, that explains why you were trying to figure some shit out. Oh and I think we're all going to your house after this. Fucking people will line up. They can go whack off and I'll entertain them in the hall. Oh, my and, God. Um, that's funny. It was like I, I thought to me that was like magic, and those those were the kind of shows I always had in Providence, you know. Yeah. Like they were amazing. They were just amazing shows. Those were my peeps, though, you know. And and I was far away from everyone because you know the thing is, it was so amazing. Like people would talk about me as my oh she's dirty, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like all those comedians that were filthy, but because I was a woman. Yeah. And my shit was pointed. I would get crap all the time. Yeah, you know we. I oh, had. You can't the, do that cunt bit, Maria. You can't do the cunt bit. Yeah, and we didn't. We got to the first time. We got to the best time, and now we have to get to the fucking worst time because it's probably okay. the funniest one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the worst time I was in England. Oof. And it was the third show on a Friday where they actually pass out plastic mugs because people are so fucking drunk. <laughs> They don't want the glasses to break. What the and fuck? And his fucking glasses is rolling. And, <laughs> and so, like, I get up on stage, and they're fucking horrific. 
And there's a couple of like famous comedians who have TV shows that are in the audience, like they're in the back, and I get up on stage. Mm. You know, they're like, boo, and I'm like, fuck you, boo. Oh, you're breaking my heart. I go, I'm from fucking New York. I didn't say Boston. I go, I'm from New York. I go, boo, you're scaring me. I go, if you had a knife, I'd fucking flinch. I, you, you know, and like they're like, la, la, la. And I just got so pissed at them oh. that I actually said, I would rather lick a bloody. No. I didn't say cunt. What no. did I say? I would. Oh. oh, this is what I said. I would rather lick a bloody gash than fucking talk to you people. <laughs> and I walked off stage. Oh, my God. And I was sitting in the sound booth with the guy who ran the club, like Stan and Stan had a big, huge fucking mohawk. And I'm sitting next to him and he's not saying anything because he knows I'm like fucking beat up and process and what happened. <laughs> and I look at him, I go, Stan, did I just say I'd rather lick a bloody vagina? And he looks at me, he goes, Maria, you said gash. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking said gash. He goes, and he says it again. Because like, they're English. They're he English. He goes like this. He goes, you said gash. Yes. And I'm like, I go, you know what? When I started out 10 years ago, whatever long it was that I'd been doing stand-up, I go, never in my wildest dreams. I go, it wasn't on my bucket list. I never thought, I can't wait for the time that I can get up on stage and tell a fucking group of people that I'd rather lick a bloody gash than talk to you motherfuckers. Oh. And, and I just thought that that was the worst show ever. <laughs> that was the worst show. I've never been that bad. I've never had a show yeah. that bad. Uh, the British suck a bunch of tea bags. <laughs> Hey, another Urban Dictionary <laughs> Act. Anyway, Maria, I got to tell you, I've this has been, I, I've absolutely loved this entire show. Oh, it was wonderful. You're a great host, Mark. Oh, I try. But, you know, I, you know I'm just having fun. That's all I want to do. I just want to have fun. And I know we went a little long tonight, but, you know, I'll condense it a little more. The, you know, the, maybe the, yeah. the podcast listeners won't get as much charge as the live listeners, but we'll see what happens. But it's been. Oh my God! Did they hear the gas story? Did that just go live? Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is all live. Okay. This is all live. That's no. That's how I do the show. I do it live. <laughs> that's why I say when something gets fucked up, I'm like, I can edit it out, but I can't edit live. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. No, it did, okay. you know well, it's live. Truth, it was the worst show. <laughs> But my God, you know, so I'm going to let you go so you can get some rest. And it's been a phenomenal pleasure to have awesome. you back on. Awesome. It's just thank you so much. It and awesome. uh, we, we can't we can't let it go. You know, another 10, 15 years. We got to get in yeah. quicker touch than that. So, yeah, please. But yeah, when uh, whenever you're going to be up here next or maybe I'm going to be down in that area, I'll definitely uh, work something out. Absolutely. And I and I plan on being as soon as I'm. You know, back in field, I'll be back up in Boston. Yeah, and you got to, yep, take care of yourself, and we got to do that. Oh, by the way, Tom said, yep, it was live, and it was awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tom. All right, Maria, I will talk to you very soon, sweetheart. Love you. I'll talk to you later. All right, good night. Bye-bye. So funny. Is this live? Is this going out live? Yeah, it's going out fucking live. <laughs> oh, full circle. There we go. Nobody's listening. There we go. Rim shot. Back to one. So let me uh, wrap the show. We've gone a little long, but my God, has it been a fun show. I'll tell you where I'm going to be this coming weekend. Tomorrow, Thursday, I'm doing a corporate private Salem Spirits trolley uh, during the day. And then at night, I will be doing some man-in-the-street stuff for the Salem Haunted Happenings Parade. Friday night, we have our public Salem Spirits trolley, which is, uh, again, going to be fantastic. 
So if you guys want to do part of that, that's uh, that's going to be amazing. The tickets, I think there's still a few tickets left. So I'll be doing that during the day. And then I drive down to Westport, Mass., to do a performance, a fundraiser at White's of Westport. Huge function room. Like over, I think it's almost 2,000 people can fit in that room. I don't know if we have that many, but it should be fun. And then Saturday night, I will be up at the Eagles Club doing a fundraiser in Brewer, Maine. I love it up there. And I don't think I've ever performed in Brewer before, so I am looking forward to it. So, guys, as always, if you want to be a guest, a sponsor, you want to be part of the show, you want to contribute to the show, you can definitely email the show at radioirregardless at gmail.com. Call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Next week, October 11th, we will be back, and Alana Foden and Jessica Babylon, previous show guests, are going to be joining me next week. I'll tell you what, guys. Enjoy your Columbus Day weekend. We'll see you soon. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2017. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello.